Hey, we are live! Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. That popped up fast. I have exciting news for the WBK Ultra podcast. This is the second episode we have, and we are on Spotify. We're on uh, Apple iTunes. We are on Anchor. I'm using anchor.fm or .com or whatever it is to... Uh, to do this, and it's um, it's so far it's really easy. I just I downloaded the footage from the last video, I just took the audio off of it, and I uploaded the audio. Is that just another version of just like tossing shit around until it sticks? Maybe, <laughs> maybe not. Um, I'm kidding. I don't think so. Hey, we got a big new. We got three new subscribers. Fun in the sun, French River Co, and no sleep at all. Thanks for subscribing, guys. And, well, humans, I don't know if you're men or women or whatever you are. Uh, frogs. <laughs> Got some new frogs joining the podcast. Um, let me just pop open the live stream and I can see what everyone's talking about. Let me mute my computer first so you don't get that terrible double, double sound. I hate that double sound. Uh, and I want to talk about a few things today. FBA shipments, Reezy resells. If you know, if you know Reezy, I'm sure you know Reezy. He's a great guy. He sent me some stuff like three months ago <laughs> and I'm just getting around to unboxing it so Reezy if you watch this he watches them once in a while uh sorry man <laughs> sorry for taking so gosh darn long uh here's what we're gonna do I'm gonna pop out the chat the live stream chat and then I can use my uh desktop to you know kind of explain what I'm doing uh what I'm talking about the last episode we talked about the OLED lights um, which are like the lightsaber lights, uh, or actually that was the last video. The last video I posted yesterday was about, um, uh, what's it called, uh, the OLED Star Wars lights, um, that are selling for like thousands of dollars on eBay. They're just a promotional item in Singapore. Uh, we talked about, on the last podcast, introducing it, uh, if you want to contact me, uh, you want to ask me a question, there are two ways of doing that. We have got uh, WBKUltra at gmail.com, which is awesome. Um, that's uh, how you can email me, and I will answer the questions there. We have uh, 10 lined up right now. Or you can ask a question in the chat, and at the end of the video, I will go through and answer all those. We're doing FBA shipment talk, uh, merchant fulfillment talk, plans to make $150,000 talk, uh, talking about Christmas liquidation on this show, Valentine's Day retail arbitrage, the Reezy and uh, Chris, uh, Reverend Chris Conflict is the second guy, uh, unboxing, and uh, then we'll we'll close with emails and questions. So if you're here, give the video a quick thumbs up, and uh, what I will do is I'll take the um, I'll take the Spotify or the Anchor playlist or whatever it is, and I'll put that in the in the um, in the chat so everyone can do it we're on spotify and uh spotify what are you drinking uh i'm drinking some some water i've got this i pulled this little coleman guy out of a pallet of liquidations a few weeks ago and uh it was new and i'm using it now for water because i didn't want to have just like nine cups when i talk i talk a lot and my mouth um dries out and when you have a dry mouth, it's hard to articulate yourself. Uh, so, in the uh, 
in the hope that I can be more articulate and explain myself better, I have, uh, I have, uh, got some water. So the Spotify, this is, I'm going to say, here's the podcast. Whoops. Excuse me. Here's the podcast. On the chat. I see why a lot of these are, have multiple hosts on podcasts because it's kind of difficult just to talk to yourself, but I think I can do that. I think I can pull it off. Um, I'm good enough at just yammering on for hours and hours that I should be able to sway an hour or so or whatever it is. I'm not sure how long the, uh, the show is going to be. It was an hour 45 on Tuesday and I'm not sure how long the, uh, or what the schedule for posting is going to be. It might be every day eventually. I'm setting up my office at home and I would love to do it from home. Get up at like, I take my girlfriend to work and so I get back at like 8 a.m. If I could do it at like 8.15 or 8.30 a.m., um, man, that would be great for me because I cannot wake up in the morning. I am so bad at waking up. When I was younger, I was diagnosed with sleep phase disorder syndrome. It's a real disease, a real affliction. I don't know if it's a disease. It could be a behavioral condition. I don't know, but it's a real thing. And it's where I don't, I, I'm only tired every like 20 hours. Uh, someone just said, you got the talking to yourself down. <laughs> I do. I do. Um, I had, uh, I, I would, I get, I don't get tired enough. I have a really hard time sleeping and, uh, it's because of all the vodka. Yeah. I'm just drinking straight vodka right now. I am a hardened alcoholic. I'm just kidding. I don't really drink that much at all. Uh, I drink cider, hard cider because I, I am, um, I, I have a wheat allergy. I can't have wheat, and so I love beer. So I loved beer. Now all I can drink is the bullshit gluten-free sorghum beer or the chemically removed gluten beer. It's called Omission, I think. Um, I don't like vodka. The liquor that I like, I like gin, personally. I like scotch. I like uh, some kinds of whiskey. I don't like really sweet whiskey. I like things that are kind of smoky and have like a bite to them. So like uh, when I was in college, what I would drink is Cuddy Shark and soda. Scotch and sodas, Cuddy Shark and soda. Um, that's, my, uh, that's my favorite liquor to drink. But now I'm drinking cider. I'm drinking, there's a lot of local cideries in Michigan. So I go down to this place called Broken Arrow, Broken Barrel. Uh, the Bennett family owns it. They're in Southern Michigan by Toledo, Ohio. And I get 64 ounces for 15 bucks a cider. And that's, you know, that's a... How much I'll drink if I'm like drinking at a party uh, or for a football game. 64 ounces is like what is that? There's 16 ounces in a drink, so it's like six. Is that right? Five, five drinks. That's what I'll have usually. Um, I'm not really a huge drinker though. Uh, I, I don't think I can't remember the last time I was like drunk. It's just I'm a, I'm a huge guy. I'm enormous, so I have to drink a lot of liquor. And it's to the point now where just like I get a stomach ache if I if I drink enough liquor. To, to feel inebriated, I, I feel sick to my stomach. So it's not really a thing that happens a lot. Um, we have about 50 people in the chat right now. We have 50 viewers. So if you're watching, please give it a thumbs up. And uh, remember, listen to, if you miss an episode ever, they are going up on a, as a podcast. A podcast, no, you don't have to see my ugly face. You can just hear my, my terrible voice talk to you about nonsense. Um, Download it, join it, subscribe to it. I don't know all the nomenclature yet, but I am going to take over this goddamn universe with my podcast. 
My hope is, is that if I can just, if I can be everywhere, if you can see me on your computer screen and you can see me on TV and you can see me on the radio and you can see me, listen to me on the radio, on your phone or whatever it is, then I'm doing okay. Hopefully just with, a, with ubiquity, I can make up for um, a lack of skill. Okay. So, now that there are folks here, if you want me to answer your questions, either put them in the comments and I will go through at the end of the video, not immediately, end of the video, or email me wbkultra at gmail.com. Um, we've got a few more emails, it looks like. Actually, no, no more emails. No one has emailed yet, but there's 10 from uh, since Tuesday. So what I wanna talk about is FBA shipments, Amazon FBA shipments, particularly uh, in December. So December, as all of you know, or maybe you don't know, is the biggest month for any Amazon seller, except for people who specialize in like Independence Day flags or Halloween decorations. But for the vast majority of retail arbitrage people, of liquidation people, of uh, anyone who is just trying to resell stuff, maybe from thrift stores, uh, December is the big month because of Hanukkah. Hanukkah drives billions of dollars, I'm kidding, because of Christmas um, and all the holidays and just all that stuff in general. And also, uh, folks, businesses are buying uh, big acquisitions at the end of the year so they can make less money. If I, like, everyone's buying, like, you know, a new big screen TV for the office, wink, wink, um, that kind of stuff. Uh, so, what we're talking about, though, is what is the last day to send them in? And it's December 3rd, it's already passed. So now what we have to do is think about next year, because if you own a business, you're thinking out years in advance. You can't just be thinking that over the next two months, you have to think, okay, in five years, where do I want to be? And part of that is, where are you going to be next Christmas? Where will you be next Q4? What are you going to be selling? Uh, I drink, just drink some water. That's why there's a pause for the podcast people, the listeners. What do you want to do? Uh, and so my guess, my just my two cents on the matter, over the next two years, three years, maybe even next year, we're not going to have any uh, any Q4, I'm sorry, any December shipments allowed. You're going to have to send your, to be safe, I would send in my December inventory before Thanksgiving next year. Why is that? Because my guess is that as Amazon expands, excuse me, uh, and they try to put more of their fulfillment on their own providers, their drivers, they're going to have to become more decentralized in the short term. Uh, and because of that, it's going to be slower. And there's going to be more, uh, if you want to have one day shipping on December 24th, for an order before 5 p.m., or I guess it'd have to be December 23rd. Maybe they'll even have Christmas Day deliveries. I don't know. But you're going to have to have such a decentralized fulfillment system that it's not going to be more than 300 miles away. I mean, if I'm really getting down to the nitty-gritty, I would say every fulfillment center is going to have to be within 300 miles of where they can deliver to. Otherwise, how could you realistically do that? Um, how could you realistically have one-day delivery? And what that means is they're going to have a lot of shipment moving from FCs, and FC is a fulfillment center, well, well past uh, December 3rd. Uh, I mean, you're going to see FC transfers all the way up until the 20th, probably, if they're trying to do one day. I don't know what Amazon says. I know UPS's day is like December uh, 18th. It's like the last day they'll do. So I'm not sure how late Amazon will guarantee their one or two day delivery. If it's up, someone put it in the comments. Maybe I'll, I'll if it is up, I'll, I'll mention it, you know, I'll mention it next, um, next time. Uh, 
Uh, is there an FC heat map showing coverages? I have never seen one, George, but that's a really good question. That's just a comment I saw pop up in the chat. I only answered it because I saw it. Don't, I'm not, it, he got lucky. George got lucky. Uh, I have not seen one, and what he means by a heat map, he means if you go into a FedEx, they're going to show you where you have one day, two day, overnight delivery based on different colors. And each color, uh, the area it covers up in the map, kind of like a cell phone coverage map, is going to be where you can deliver in one or two days, or seven days, whatever it is. Uh, with Amazon, I have not seen one yet, but they're also notoriously bad about missing their guaranteed deliveries. Any seller has seen the missed fulfillment promise guarantee refund. Um, which sucks and it happens a lot, but it's just part of, part of the, the cost of doing business. So, uh, what are we going to do to fix that? If we can't ship stuff before December 3rd and a lot of the, uh, limited edition or holiday or special edition items are being released after December 3rd, how do you circumvent that? How do you still make money on Amazon? Now you can sell on eBay. You can do local flips because we're not talking about that. That's outside the ecosystem. But in Amazon, how do you sell stuff that is released after the deadline for FBA shipments are? And that is MF, Merchant Fulfilled. We have to do Merchant Fulfilled sales. I don't do those. Now, personally, I don't do Merchant Fulfilled. My, I'm too messy. I lose things. Uh, I am much more comfortable just loading up um, early Thanksgiving, early December, and getting all my stuff out then, and then just, you know, because I don't sell a lot of retail arbitrage stuff, I do mostly liquidation, mostly wholesale, that kind of stuff, and so my cute, my December bump, you know, it's it's there, I mean, I'll, I'll probably make twice as much as I made last month, um, but it's just not, I'll, I'm not going to have a big dip in January, I'm not going to have a big dip in February, I'll have a small dip. But I'm just not really affected the same way because I'm doing mostly used liquidation stuff. So it's just a, a different market, which I'm fine with. Um, in my opinion, it's more reliable. There's no, you don't have to worry about as many returns. You don't have to worry about your account getting banned for selling, you know, uh, protected IP products is new. It's just, in my opinion, it's, it's safer. There's less chance to make like 90 grand in one month, but there's also less chance that you'll get banned. So that's, that's my, my two cents on that. Um, it's also easier for some sellers to do merchant fulfilled. You have like a one day, in some cases, you have like a one day window to ship your thing out. So if you're busy for the holidays or you have kids who might be sick or whatever, maybe don't try and do that because it's a good way to get your account suspended or to get your privileges suspended or to get that particular ASIN suspended from your account. Um, but by missing, let's say you get 90 orders in one day and you're a, a, a parent with four kids and one of them has to go to the hospital. Amazon's not going to care, you know, that kind of thing. But if you're, you know, if you're, if this is your business and you have nine to five, um, blocked off every day for shipments, then selling merchant fulfilled is not a big deal. If you're, if you're super messy, don't do it maybe. But if you're organized, if you're kind of a weird person who likes to control everything you do, um, I mean, it's, it's a way to make money. But it's not a way to make money for everyone, in my humble opinion. Uh, I, I stick to FBA. If you guys have any uh, any history, any horror stories doing FBA stuff, any horror stories doing uh, Merchant Fulfilled, put them in the chat, put them in the comments, and we'll talk about it. Uh, because those definitely do happen to people. I have, and actually I do have a, uh, 
an FBA horror story I should go into. My FBA account was suspended. My Amazon account, my entire seller account was suspended about three or four years ago. Three, I don't even remember. Four years ago, I guess at this point. Four years ago, it's on YouTube. Um, actually, it was before I was even doing YouTube, I think. Or doing resale content for YouTube. I was doing YouTube, but I was just doing bullshit stuff for my own, my own liking. Um, my account got suspended because I sold a copy of a video game that was being, that was stolen. A large amount was stolen. It was um, a, a high fantasy world explorer game, like Baldur's Gate or something like that. I don't remember, but it was um, it was bad because my account got suspended December eighteenth to the twenty third, like the three biggest days of the year. So I lost out like five thousand dollars. It wasn't my fault. Um, it was, they just suspended like everyone because they didn't want to get sued by Best Buy. Someone stole a Best Buy semi. And so Best Buy was flexing their, their litigious guns. And they said, we'll sue you, I assume. I don't know for a fact. And so they just put a, a blanket suspension on a lot of people. My account was new at the time too. I think it was only about, about six months old. Um, uh, or no, I'm sorry. FBA was new for me. I had, I had previously done only Immersion Fulfilled. I didn't do any FBA, which is pretty crazy, right? I'm talking about how bad it is now. I didn't do any of it because I didn't know how to do it, really. I think um, I had, like, two, two cycles of doing my own business. I had a corporate job for, like, a year and a half or two years. Well, three years, I guess, if you count two of them, when I had, like, a dip in my sales. And so I was doing all this stuff from, like, 2008 to 2011, took a break from 11 to 15 or 12 to 15, and then began selling again. And so if there's, like, kind of a duality to my stories, it's because there are two versions of stories. But um, anyways, the point that I want to get across to you, though, is that there are horror stories on Amazon. You do People do get suspended, but it's not the end of the world. Uh, I always see people, they'll message me, they'll leave comments, they'll go, Amazon suspended my account for no reason! Uh, that's what they'll say. Which is a, never true. When, when someone says Amazon suspended their account for no reason, what that means is they, they got the email, and they saw they were suspended, they panicked and they closed it, and they went to me and were like, please save me, or they went to someone else. Uh, or they got the notification on their phone, or whatever it is, they didn't actually read the email because the emails say if you want to appeal this, you know, that they give you all the information you need to know how to get unsuspended. Um, it isn't a guarantee, but as long as you're not like uh, flagrantly skirting the rules, uh, if you have an effective plan of action, you can get suspended. The guy who, who sent me a gift, his name is Chris Conflict. He's on in the Facebook group. You should follow him. He's on YouTube. You should follow him there too. Um, he had told me, and I don't think he'd mind me telling me this, um, mind me telling you this, he's been suspended like three times on Amazon. And he's been unsuspended three times too because he's not being a shithead. He's not a shithead. He wrote plans of action and they're like, oh, okay, fine, you're unsuspended. Um, we were joking. I was like, Chris, you should charge a hundred. Well, he, yeah, well, <laughs> this is what I said. I said, Currently, there's these scam artist firms who are charging thousands of dollars to who say, we'll get your account unsuspended, money back guarantee. But it's so goddamn easy that, I'll, I mean, they're, he said he would charge 100 bucks for plans of action. And I said, Chris, charge 250 Because there are some people who are so worried about doing it wrong 
it, it, you know, you're essentially you're you're taking out their trash for them. You're saying, okay, you're too uncomfortable to do this. I'll do it for you. I think that some of those firms who who offer the guarantees and kind of talk up how scary it is, I think they are price gouging. But is it worth a hundred bucks? I think a hundred bucks is a lot more reasonable. Um, you should if you if you're worried about that, get in contact with him. He'll he'll do it for you for hundred bucks. I guarantee it. He's a good guy. Um, so that's why I want to talk about FBA suspensions and merger fulfillment wise because it is kind of a pertinent topic. We've got 75 people in the chat now. Um, give it all, give it a thumbs up. Let's do a thumbs up. Let everyone give it a thumbs up. Hopefully we can get up to 50. The more thumbs up I get, uh, the more likely it is to be shown to someone in their search or whatever. And I want that. I really do love these, um, these live streams. And my hope is that I can do this every single, every weekday, every weekday. Could you imagine that? WBK Ultra Daily Show. Would you tune in? Would you listen? Probably not every day. That's a bit much. But I think you have to do it every day. Otherwise, people... I would much rather have someone say, Nah, I don't want to do it today. I'll do it tomorrow. In regards to listening to me talk, uh, I would much rather have someone do that than be like, Well, I don't know if he's done today because he's so irregular, so why even bother trying? Um, which is, I think is a lot. Well, a lot of folks might think in regards to podcasts. Um, the podcast I listen to, I listen to Joe Rogan, I listen to Pat McAfee, who's an uh, ex-NFL player, and also just an all-around, uh, he really is good at doing new media stuff, in my opinion. I listen to H3H3, which is a comedy podcast. I don't listen to, I, I'll tune into Reezy once in a while, um, but we're in the same industry, so I really only pop in to just say hi and, you know, show some support. Because... I feel like the people who do this, who make videos on YouTube, who have big, not big, who have uh, moderate size businesses, we all kind of know the same stuff. And so it's, you know, what I'm talking about, FBA stuff, they already know. So it's kind of, I don't expect to have a lot of other, like, big name resellers pop in, but it is it is possible. Uh, what else do we have? Um, I'm going to do a quick breakdown and go through a few of the comments right now because I just realized if I wait until the very end of the video, a lot of you are going to be gone. So I'll go through and we'll do, we'll do a, a quick, a quick, um, we'll do a quick comment read break. And then after that, I'm going to, I'm going to talk to you about, uh, my plan to make $150,000. Okay. So, uh. I'm just going to start shouting out names. we got George Cagle. What up, Walter? Hey, how you doing, man? Jim, greetings from a wet Walt Disney World. Greetings from a cold Michigan warehouse. Robert the User, TopDog19.com. Uh, Tammy Lawrence, Fat Man the Flipper. Hey, Fat Man. Uh, Matthew Fridella, just signed up for an individual FBA account. Thanks for the inspiration, Matthew you are the inspiration, man. You're the reason I do this. Uh, if no one listened to me, I wouldn't make these videos. I've said this before. I have a hard time doing things for myself, taking care of myself, uh, all that kind of stuff. But if I can do things for other people, then that kind of is a way for me to parlay the uh, <laughs> the motivation onto someone else. Or par well, not parlay, that's not the right word. But, you know, uh, transpose, I suppose, is the right word. Is that vodka I'm drinking? Yes, that's straight up vodka. No, it's water. Um, Melinda Edwards, green amber ale and Dara are good gluten-free beer. I've got Sea Lake, it's a real bummer. I get it, ha ha ha. I'll try those out. Greens, amber ale, and Dara. 
I, you know, I don't have the gene for celiac. I don't have that. I have been tested, don't have it. But when I drink beer, when I have bread, when I have anything with wheat in it, I throw up now. So what it was is my, my <laughs> gluten-free story is, uh, so I would say from May 2019 until like August 2019, I was really sick like every day. Every day, I was bloated, I had really bad heartburn, um, I was having a hard time articulating what would happen is my tongue would swell up, a lot of bad stuff. And I thought it was sugar. So I stopped eating sugar. Didn't go away. I thought it was alcohol. So I stopped drinking alcohol. Didn't go away. I thought it was uh, oils. Stop that, didn't go away. I thought it was meat. Stop that, didn't go away. Finally, I'm like, can't eat anything. I'm like throwing up blood, it's bad, it's really bad. Um, I go to the doctor, they say, maybe it's mucus. Maybe you have too much mucus from an allergic reaction. So I'm on all this medicine to stop mucus in my body. And it's still bad. And so I'm, I'm thinking, okay, what causes inflammation? And I'm reading stuff and, and I, I go on these websites and they go, gluten, wheat causes inflammation. So because I've already tried everything else, and because I believe in the power of empirical data, um, I did some experiments, and as soon as I stopped having dairy and wheat, those two things, I felt so much better. My heartburn stopped in a week. I lost like 30 pounds in like two months. It was crazy. My, the, the, the consistency of my bowel movements, which is gross to talk about, but as you know, we, we have to because it's real. It's a real thing, and it, it, we should talk about it, was so much better. I was going to the bathroom on a regular schedule. And I know that's gross, but like, if you have these problems, you want to hear this because it sucks. Uh, I stopped eating gluten and wheat. Um, got a celiac test, was not, don't have it. Um, but uh, what I do have is I have this, I, I have some genes that, are, that make me more prone to inflammation diseases, uh, asthma, arthritis or whatever not it's a recessive gene I should I mean not a big deal and so I'm just thinking in the back of my head maybe maybe it's because of the gluten of the wheat and I stopped eating it and I'm fine totally fine uh, to the point where what was happening and what people have told me who have serious issues as they say if you have a wheat allergy and you ignore it it damages your stomach so badly that you begin to lose the ability to digest, to break down other enzymes, meat enzymes, um, the uh, lactose enzymes, dairy proteins, proteins basically. You, you, you begin to lose that ability and I'm not a doctor, but I think that's what was happening. I think just, just based on what, how my life has been, either I'm way off and all of my testing is just a coincidence, which, which is totally possible, that's totally possible. That might be the case. Or, um, or I have a wheat allergy. And I've slowly been able to, I've been having a lot of kombucha, having a lot of probiotics. Uh, I can digest dairy a lot better now. I can't have milk, which is fine. I think, I think um, anything kind of involving like an industrial food complex is not the best in the world. And so like, when I, I eat meat, but I'm buying from like local farms. I don't like buying milk from stores because you don't know where it comes from and that's my decision I, just, it's, I digress 
But what I do love to eat, I love local cheeses. And I couldn't have cheese. I hadn't had cheese for like a year, almost. A year. Yeah, Christ, a year. I had stopped having dairy earlier. Um, a year. And now, so I missed a video last Saturday. Sorry, guys. Uh, for my cousin's, uh, he's having a kid. And he didn't have a bachelor's party. So we just had, a, you know, at his house, just me, me and him and my brother hung out for a little bit. And I brought a cheese platter. And I was able to eat the whole cheese platter. It was amazing. It was, uh, it was, it was great. And so anyways, um, kind of a roundabout way of saying this, uh, you really have to, <laughs> have to be in touch with, um, oh, we're talking about gluten-free beer. I was trying to get back and I was like, man, how many words can I say? I was just like, you really gotta consider the implications. When I, when I talk like that, when I'm just like, uh, setting up a sentence, I'm trying to remember what I was talking about. What we were talking about is someone recommended some delicious, Melinda recommended a few delicious gluten-free beers. Um, and I'll try those out. But um, the point I'm trying to make here is, uh, is maybe, is, is you have to test things empirically. There, that, that's the moral of the story. You might, everyone's body is so much different and the things we can digest are so much different. Um, you know, do some testing. Stop having having wheat for two months. See how you feel. Just see how you feel. See how you feel. It makes you eat less too. Uh, I was remember when I was so fat, like eight months ago or six months ago. I've lost like fifty pounds since then. Fifty pounds. Just you know, cutting out and I, wheat. And I think probably a lot of that was just like bloat, just like water that my body had soaked up to pad itself from the damage I was forcing myself through. I basically was just poisoning myself for years and years and years. Ugh. Anyways, let's get back to the comments. Robert the user. <coughs> Excuse me, I burp a lot. Sorry. <coughs> I bought a Philips DVD player that wasn't gated and now it is. Shit! Any way to get ungated for Philips or am I out of luck? Philips for me was an auto ungate. Um, when that new gate came through recently, I didn't get affected. So there still are people who can get auto ungated. Um, I don't know. I don't know who sells Philips products off the top of my head. I can't think of any distributors. Um, hmm, maybe headphones. You might be able to find a headphones distributor who sells Philips headphones, but their DVD players and that kind of stuff, I'm pretty sure they only sell direct to big box stores. I don't think that there are boutique antique stores uh, that have accounts, but maybe, maybe there are. I would Google Philips headphone distributor. I would Google boutique antique distributor, those two. Uh, that would be your best bet. Smoky Blizzard, Brad's Grasscapades. Uh, I wish I would have done that this year. I've had way too many items stuck in FC transfer for weeks, it seems. Brett, you are right on the mark, dude. I had, I sent, let's see, it would have been about 800 DVDs uh, before Thanksgiving. And they literally just went live yesterday. Isn't that crazy? It was tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, tens of thousands of dollars in revenue was just stagnant for like half a month, which is pretty nuts. But they're just, they're so, they're so busy that that's why it is. Um, and it's selling now. Like, I'm not like upset. 
about it. I'm not mad at Amazon. I'm just saying that's the fact. Of the, that's, that's how it works, man. We've got 80 people in the chat. Hell yeah. Give it all a thumbs up, everybody. Give it a thumbs up. Um, and, and then Brett also says, Merchant Fulfilled MF has been good to me this Q4. Good, man. That's awesome. That, I mean, that's... I f I'm like... If, if there was like a, um, a, a competence level of, of Amazon sellers, of MF Amazon sellers, I'm way down here. I'm off the screen. Um, I... For those listening to the podcast, I had my hand up by my head and then I lowered it down below my table. <laughs> um, I'm so, I lose things a lot. I forget about things a lot. I'm just not, I'm not, you know, I don't get excited about it. That, that's just my, that's one of my problems. Uh, Annie says, I am really sick of that woman holding the pot on the Seller Central login page. It's like, her name's Asha, I dated a girl named Asha Contralapali. In two th well, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that. Um, I dated a girl named Asha back in the day. And so that's how I remember um, that it, that's, her name is Asha too. And she's an entrepreneur. I've always wondered, is, is, is she looks like a private label like dropshipper? <laughs> or is she like, you know, where do they make those pots? That's what I want to know. But yeah, it is. You know what? We should, um, we should all <laughs> we should p petition Amazon to get uh, to me. <laughs> to get me as the Amazon person. Just like me holding like, I don't know, something ridiculous. What's a ridiculous thing I could hold? And just like, I'm proud of being like, like a, like a badger pelt. Me holding a badger pelt and being like, I'm proud of being an Amazon seller. <laughs> that would, that would drive conversions like, like, not like nothing else would. Michael S. I stopped all my FBA stuff for now. Just trying to do too much. I'll start back up after I pay off some debt. Michael, smart man. You know, it takes a really wise person to understand their limitations and to work around them because we're not all Superman. We can't do 80 hours of work in six in six hours of a day. That's, we, we, <laughs> we can't do a week's work in a, in a day. We can't do that. That's the way you should say it if you're a person who can speak English. Um, and so understanding like, hey, this is what I'm gonna focus on. This is uh, this what brings me the most money per hour worked. That's a really smart decision, man. Don't, you know, a lot of time it's easy to get down on yourself because, oh no, I have to quit on this and that's a failure. Personally, I have a seriously hard time dealing with my failures because I, I feel like everything I do bad is like the worst thing in the world. Like, oh no, I, I made this mistake that a million people have made, but somehow I'm the worst. That's a problem I have. Um, and so that you have the presence of mind to avoid that is really impressive. Michael, good job. Fat Man the Flipper. Love your name, man. Um, you should just be <laughs> Fat the Flipper. <laughs> My very first MF product turned out to be a huge learning lesson. First shipping, I lost some money. Hey, you know what? That happens, man. It's your first time. Good. And you, and you know, you know this. You, you know this. You're not like upset about it. Decided to send an FBA. Overpacked and still showed up broken. Ugh. Annoying, annoying, annoying. But that's what happens, man. That's how you learn. Experience is a great teacher. Moondog has a question. Would I be allowed to sell a used decorative salad plate on Amazon as long as it's marked used? 
I saw there's already a new plate listed, so it's not like you have to create a new listing. What you would do, I believe, um, and you're not gonna know until you go into Seller Central and actually try to add the product, and then you can scroll down the condition. You may have to do it as collectible. And honestly, I might even recommend collectible. <coughs> Excuse me, if it's a, uh, a collectible plate. Uh, and what collectible is, so the main difference between collectible and used is, to the best of my knowledge, uh, collectible cannot be the buy box. Collectible is just you have to go into the um, option, I don't know, the, the number of buyers. It's like a, Amazon has this link and it says like, for sale from $29 and more or whatever it says. And that shows all the condition notes of every seller. Um, I believe you have to go in there uh, to see, or I'm sorry, that, that's the way you have to go to buy a collectible toy or product. Now that doesn't mean it's not gonna happen. I sell tons of collectible toys because if you do have it as collectible and that is the requirement, there will be no used sellers with the exception of Amazon Warehouse. Amazon Warehouse in certain categories, and I cannot name them for you off the top of my head, has the ability to override the collectible um, mandate, the collectible condition mandate, and sell as used. I've seen it for certain toys. I have seen it, hmm, I think just toys to be honest. I've only seen it for toys. Oh, and clothing. I've seen clothing for Amazon warehouse deals too, as like new, used like new. Um, that would be the exception. Uh, but yeah, you're gonna have to go into Seller Central and then try it that way because that's gonna be the only way you're gonna see if used is an option or if um, collectible is an option. Uh, let's see, Robert the user. What did you do in the corporate world? Marketing. I worked in marketing for a few years. Um, I am good at marketing. I was good at, I was good enough at to stop doing it, <laughs> to do it for myself. Uh, I think in my opinion, anybody who's good at marketing does it for themselves. Because when you work in marketing for any company, you are making them so much goddamn money. You really are. Because a marketing person essentially automates sales channels. And when you can automate sales channels, you know, through paid ads or through um, what I focus on is organic traffic. That was my specialty. I was really, really good at SEO and organic traffic. And so that's what I did. Uh, I, I worked for a year and actually I didn't, I was never actually an employee. I was only ever a contract employee. So I was a contract employee for like two, for two big corporations. And then I did maybe a year or two of smaller work. Um, I used to have a whole site up. I was a consultant, yada, yada, yada. But I don't do it so much anymore. I could, and I might, you know, now that I'm getting more back into it for my own business, my business being this content business, um, I might start making more videos about it. I did actually, I made a video about email marketing on Monday, I think, and uh, no one liked it. But don't worry guys, I'm doing more. Uh, sorry, uh, let's see. Melinda, uh, oh shit. Well, you know what? The chat just refreshed and I have no clue where I was. So we're going back to the, uh, back to the schedule for today's show. While you guys here, um, like the video and also subscribe to the podcast. It's awesome. Let's see. So we're going to talk about the plan to make 150 thousand dollars next year 
I don't know how, I wanna make it in like three months. I don't know how long it's gonna take to make, I have no clue. And this is income separate from my business because here's what I want to do. Here's my idea and you guys tell me if I'm nuts. Say, this is that's the dumbest thing in the world, Blake. You're a fool. Or, or tell me if you think it's good because I think it's good. So what I wanna do is I wanna make a industrial condo complex that is focusing on resellers, on at-home businesses. It doesn't have to be a reseller. It could be somebody who has their own uh, line of products. But at least out of the part of the country I'm in, in Michigan, we have a serious lack of like 2,000 square foot warehouses that are not like meant for distribution of like um, auto parts. You know, not meant for distribution. Meaning they're not like in urban areas. So this would be in a relatively rural setting, probably 20 minutes from Ann Arbor. That's where land gets pretty cheap around here. And I would just buy a few acres and then I would put up industrial uh, warehouse buildings. And the whole idea would be that everyone shares one dock and everyone shares one forklift or one, you know, it couldn't be a forklift because of the insurance, I don't think but one um, pallet jack, for example. And uh, you could have your own forklift in your own bay, I assume, I don't know. Uh, and then the front of the warehouse, the front of the building is like a teach people how to sell online classroom type area uh, where businesses can drop off uh, cardboard boxes they don't want for shipping. Basically, it would be a place for anyone who does not know how to sell stuff online to go uh, and to learn how to do it. I mean, in my mind, it'd be free for them to do it, but I don't, I don't know if that would work. Uh, the details are just still in my head. I had this idea last night. I thought it was a really good idea. Um, what I'm trying to do, is, here's my opinion. Here's, here's a bomb I'm gonna drop on you. I think the economy is gonna not be good over the next five years. I think we are slumping right now maybe the stock market's doing fine but that doesn't affect me at all really or you i mean there are, there are people who have a lot of money in stocks and that's great for them um but i i don't really this is my own fault but i'm really a bad investor um so what i'm concerned with is our people our consumers buying more things and i think what we're, well here's where it starts so we have had we're we're seeing evidence of the real estate market is about to burst uh, when that happens, consumer purchases go way down, although the, there is some evidence that some items, used items, go up in demand, which is cool, which is great. And so my, what I want to do is make a place where anyone can go and learn how to sell their shit and just, you know, learn and make money that way. Because I can, when I'm doing it from the internet, it's, uh, I can't really help you. I can tell you everything you want, but I can't be there and I can't explain like, oh, well, you, you, you click this or whatever it is. Um, I guess what I would do is I would have like office hours. I guess I would do that for like an hour a day and then you can go and ask me questions. But I really want to do that. But it's going to cost, my my estimate is it'll cost $180,000. One five zero comma zero zero zero, one hundred and fifty US dollars times a thousand. That's how much I think it'll cost. I don't know though. I'm really in the early stages. And so I want to make that much money uh, only talking. 
Not my business, not, not this business, but this business, the content business. Uh, I don't know how much I made last year. I think I made $25,000. This year, I mean, sorry, this year, twenty-five dollars or $30,000, I think. Uh, yeah, I'll make, no, 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 no. Probably about 20 grand. And so I want to turn that from 20 grand this year into 150 next year. And as soon as I do, that money is outside of this business. And so it's going to go into a new plan, a new project. So anyways, that's the plan. I want to make something that is in my, I, in my opinion, the only way a charity quote unquote, a charity works is if it's sustainable, is if it makes money and then it's not a charity then, right? But I think that businesses, um, in my my personal opinion, this is just my personal opinion, that if you can make a business that helps people, that's a million times better than a charity that helps people because a, a business will stick around for as long as it, as long as the demand uh, is there for helping people and they have the ability to pay you, it's the best way to do it. That's what I think at least. Um, I don't know though. There's a new kind of business, and it's like a, a um, LLC3, I think is the name, where it's like a charity-based or like a low-profit business. Um, I don't know. I have to look more into it, but I don't know. So that, that that's the plan. But anyways, so my plan to make $150,000 is going to be from YouTube. How am I going to do that? Well, I could sell 1,500 mugs. I make. I checked today. I make $10 when a mug sells. On this, on the um, on the Teespring, uh, on the Teespring link below. So, do you think it's realistic for me to sell 1,500 mugs? Part of me says absolutely not, but part of me says yes. It'd be so easy to, because that really is not a lot of mugs. 150,000 mugs isn't that many mugs. Um, it's a big number, but I get 1,000 views on a video, you know, in a few hours. And some of the videos I have have over half a million views. And so if I can figure out a way to get enough people invested in this project, would they buy a mug? Yeah, I think so. But it has to be like some crazy like, you know, I'm going to live stream for like 12 hours today and I'm going to give away 100 bucks every hour. And like, uh, I just push the mugs hard for that. That's got to be it. That's got to be the only way I can do it. Um... Uh, Annie says LC3. Yeah, I'm in Michigan, so I, I'm. You're right, Annie. Yeah, LC3s, if, if that's what it is, they're not. They're only in certain states, but they are in Michigan, and um, I'm in Michigan. So that, yes, you're absolutely right. Thank you for um, bringing that up because it is not a, a nationwide thing. And I, I am very. I dated a, a a woman who worked for an LC3. 2014. And that's, that's the extent of my knowledge is because of that. So um, she worked for a company that taught women in Detroit how to make jewelry. And then they sold the jewelry, which is a really, really cool business. Um, but I would like to do something similar to that, uh, except it would, it would be less of me teaching and, and, and watching over people and more just providing um, access to the things that I know everyone needs, kind of like that way, you know, more more teaching folks to fish, per se. Uh, yeah, Annie says, they're not legal in my state, but I looked into it several years ago as I'd love to have a structure like that. Yeah, it really is, in my opinion, uh, I think it's a good way to utilize market economics to further 
causes that you think are good. But again, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the, a, a bottom tier. <laughs> uh, I, I can't talk a lot about it. I don't know a lot about it. Anyway, so uh, 1,500 mugs. But I'm thinking, okay, that's, it makes way more sense. Is that right? No, sorry. 15,000 mugs. Is that right? I had to sell 15,000 mugs. Or I could sell a product for $100 um, that's uh, uh, 1,500 of those. Is that is that how math works? I'm, you know, usually I have my, let's see, 10 times 15,000. Yeah, 10 times 15,000 is $150,000. Or it could be 100 times 1,500. That's what I meant to say. Uh, so I could either sell 15,000 mugs, not likely, but possible, or find a product I could sell for 100 bucks and sell 1,500 of those. So I sold the bookseller blueprint last year for 100 bucks, and I sold, I forget, 30 of them, 50 of them. I sold a lot of them, a lot, more than I thought I would. Um, but not no, nowhere near close to 1,000. So here's what I should do. I should redo that for 2020, refix it up, and then add uh, how to how to get ungated for DVDs, and then add um, you know uh, more wholesale context, and then add like uh, a list of all the products I use in my warehouse, and then add like what a good going you know just add more and more products because I think I think that I can provide a hundred bucks of value in a in a um a bundle of sorts. I think I can do that. But it would have to be the kind of thing that I am 100% positive is a good deal. Because if I'm going to be marketing this, and I'm going to be trying to push it hard, and I'm doing it with the intent to make money, I cannot have a bad product. In this line of work, if you start selling subpar stuff, line of work being content I mean, um, you really, really, really can't have it take any days off. Uh, just uh, it's such a slippery slope you know the, the one the one bad thing you sell and then you're marked then you're, you're tagged as a scam artist and it's just it's not an easy thing to do trust is so easy to lose and so hard to build up and in my opinion that's what really facilitates um a lot of these like online uh course bundle type deals is is trust trust is the lubricant for that kind of transaction so, as doing the three years of videos, have I built enough trust to, to make some money? I think so. I think so. We'll see, though. We, we, we shall see. Um, you know, I guess it, I also got to figure out, like, what the going rate for, like, advertising on a podcast is. Because if I, if I can do, uh, let's see, 25 of these, um, yeah, trust, marketing, mailing, listen, yeah. yeah. If, I, if, I can do, uh, if I can do 25 episodes a month of the podcast, and I can get... 10,000 views per episode, I should be able to get about uh, 250 bucks um, in ad revenue per episode. And that would that would really, really help get to that number. Um, but just like I'm trying to, I'm thinking, I'm trying to think of ways and kind of spitballing with you guys. If you have any ideas, um, if you have any ideas, please let me know. You know what's funny? So I say don't be a shithead, and the mugs say don't be a shithead. And when you guys ask for don't be a shithead mugs in the chat, they get they get flagged as inappropriate. That's so funny. So that, that's the plan to make 150k. So get ready for a uh, a series of products you can buy from me. 
both physical and digital. I mean, fucking Rally Roots makes $25,000 every quarter on their mentorship stuff. I don't think I could do mentorship stuff just because it would take a lot of time and it would be more like a course. What they do is they have a course. It's a mentorship course. It's not just like, hey, I'll talk to you on the phone for an hour each day. It's like a, it's like a you go through a thing. Um, something like that. Because, I mean, they're really going hand over fist. And they, they actually bought a building. And I would not be surprised if they may use, if they use the money from their courses as the down payment. Or they bought it outright. Who knows? They're loaded. They make a lot of money. So maybe I gotta do what they do. Maybe I should just do a Rally Root show. <laughs> rally Root. I should just be like them. Uh, but, you know, dirtier and further north and no wife. <laughs> That's what I should do. Uh, um... We got, you know what, guys? Give it a thumbs up if you're here. Uh, let's get up to let's get up to 50 likes. We're at 46 right now. So for you, I would really appreciate it if you give me a thumbs up. And uh, I, I want to get to 100. I feel like 100 is a good a good point to, to be at. But um, I don't know if we're gonna get there. I want to talk about Christmas liquidation stuff. Now that I've gone over, uh, let's see, we've gone over FBA shipments and the deadlines form. We've gone over. Merchant fulfilled stuff. We've gone over uh, some comments in the in the the chat. We've gone over um, how to make 150k in 2020. I should have said 200,000 dollars to keep the twos, but whatever. Uh, I can still change these things. Now I want to talk about Christmas liquidation because you guys are going to see a shit ton of Christmas liquidation stuff in January. If you shop on B stock, if you shop on Liquidation.com, who sucks? If you stop shop on um, Tech liquidators.com if you shop on any of these liquidation sites to get stuff you're going to see a large amount of christmas stuff and um do not be persuaded to buy it solely by the solds because obviously christmas stuff is not going to sell until next next q4 but it's going to be so cheap so what the question comes down to now is how much money can you make with the space you have. Do you own your home? Do you have a pole barn? Do you have a warehouse? It probably is not gonna make sense to rent a storage unit to use this stuff to store for a year. It probably wouldn't make sense for me to buy it even in my warehouse because I pay a month. I, I mean, honestly, I am really misusing the space. I That's why I wanna buy a building because over the past three, excuse me, over the past three years, I've become to realize I've came to realize uh, that paying rent is a phenomenal waste of money. It really is. I, I Over the past three years, I've spent enough money that, that would be a down payment on a warehouse that I could own. So what the hell am I doing giving money to someone else, my, my landlord? Um, and I, I understand, like, at the time, I didn't have cash. I couldn't do any of this stuff. I needed a warehouse. I needed to do it this way. But I'm just saying that uh, unless you own your space, it makes this buy and hold strategy a lot less lucrative because you have to consider all the floor space that's taking up or all the cubic space, all the volumetric space that's taking up if you stack up on cubes or whatever. Um, cost you money. It's not free. It's a it's a, a sunk cost, you know, kind of, but still. We want to, we want to be utilizing our space as best we can. Uh, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> Zebulon Freeman just said, don't be a shithead book. One liner life lessons followed by don't be a shithead and then an audiobook with me narrating it. And every comment got flagged as uh as bad words. 
Oh, guys, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm too, um, I'm too, I'm too, uh, offensive for the chat, I guess. Oh, well. The Family Flips, who has a YouTube channel too, you should all check out, says buy truckloads and then sell individual pallets to members and teach them how to, how to make a sale. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about doing, is having like, hey, you can come in and like, you know, buy this pallet from me and we'll go through it. Or like the five of you can buy this pallet. I mean, whatever it is, but just like set up a way where instead of going to college to get a business degree you're never going to use, for example, you can come here, pay a, a way, way, way lower price, and then in, in a month or in a, in a year, whatever it is, you know how to 100% run your own business. And you have an option to get space somewhere where it's cheap, where there's a warehouse dock, where there are uh, a, a, a pallet jack you can use. I mean, that, in my opinion, that is the barrier for so many people is just that first space. First space. Yeah, Concrete Statue says, let's put a truckload of trees away. So, and, and you beat me to it. So here's what you're gonna have, someone, you're gonna have an option. And I don't know who, but just like the, the royal someone, a potential someone, may have an option to buy a truckload, a truckload of artificial Christmas trees. Now that's gonna weigh, oh my God, so much. I have no clue what it would weigh. I would guess it's gonna weigh about 50,000 pounds. And so if you're shipping it more, more than like 500 miles, you're paying a lot of money. Um, but if you can get a, oh actually no, not if it's direct. If it's direct, it'd be fine. Um, I'm, I'm so used to LTL. But anyways, so if you buy a full truck, it actually wouldn't be that bad. But storing 44 odd pallets that weigh 1,000 pounds a piece would be such a monumental task. But if you can get them for like five bucks a tree, and I, I believe there are 60 trees on a pallet, if my memory serves correct. Um, what is that? You're paying 300 bucks a pallet times 50. You're paying 15 grand for what would be uh, 6,000 trees. And those 6,000 trees sell for 100 bucks a piece. That's $600,000. <laughs> I mean, like, you're, you're right, right? Am I right? 100 times 6,000 is 600,000? Am I an idiot? <laughs> Gotta do the math again. 100. Oh, shit. 100 times 6,000. Yeah, that's that's 600,000. I was right the first time. And so, like, that's the kind of thing we're thinking about doing. But, I mean, you, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of stuff. And also, like, there's no guarantee that five other people aren't going to have the same idea. And we're going to raise the price on trees up to, like, 20 bucks a pop. Because right now, you can generally get um, these Christmas trees for, like, 50 bucks a piece uh, if they're on sale. Or if you buy, like, um, you know, I forget. I had the number in the last video, I think, from, like, China if you bought them. So, like, there are, there are options. But that's just a way. I think that's a way uh, for a liquidation-style business to potentially have a huge windfall. I mean, could you imagine making 600 grand profit in one month? It, 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 you could FBA him. You'd get, well, you know, actually, it might make more sense to merge with a film. Who knows? I mean, at, at that point, there's, there's so many details down the line that you just have to answer them as you got to them. But I think, I think the premise 
is a valid premise. Okay, um, so what I'm going to do now is I want to go over, uh, well, one minute, one minute. Okay, sorry, 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 sorry. I'm sorry I was gone. All that dead air. So I got, I got, let me, let me just cross off my address so you guys don't come here and murder me. Creeps. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm gonna block off Reezy's address too. It's a P.O. box, but still, I don't want you like sending him poop or something like that. Uh, and then I will, uh, I know, I know, the dead air. Ah! Um... Yeah, I'm gonna do this out too, and I'm gonna remove Chris's last name and address. So, I got two gifts from two of my friends. This is Reezy, resells, and this is uh, Clutch City Finds. That's Chris, Chris Hat. Uh, uh, he doesn't have his name, so I'm not gonna say it, Chris. Um, I got this one in August, <laughs> oh God. And I got this one in um, in September. Huh. Sorry, guys. I'm going to open these up right now. Both of them. And if you want to send me stuff, I will get a P.O. box. I don't have one anymore. I got rid of it a few years ago. We're going to use a knife. This is my favorite knife. Look how small it is. Look at that. <laughs> this thing is so goddamn sharp, too. My girlfriend got me a knife sharpener for my birthday because I'm a weirdo like that. And this thing is just like lethally sharp. It, this could totally kill you. I should dull it. I'm dumb. Uh, we're going to do Chris's first because I, I know what it is. <laughs> it's something he bought and I was like, dude, how much you want for those? And then he just mailed it to me because he's a great guy. He really is a great guy. Um, I like him a lot. I like Chris. I should go down there. I should go down to visit him. Would you guys like to see like road trip videos? Like, let's say I went down to like uh, visit the Family Flips, their channel. Would you guys um, like those videos? Let me know, because I, I might do it. Uh, I, I think in an, over the next few months, like uh, maybe March, February or March, I might do a WBK America tour and uh, have some fun, have some fun. I love traveling too. Oh, Chris. Chris, you you fraudulent man. He used two <laughs> he used two uh, priority mail bubble uh, bubble mailers for this. That's okay. I'm not a narc. That's why I took his last name off because this is just like cocaine. That's, that's what he he sent me. This is just a brick of cocaine. I'm kidding. That would be nuts. If it was a brick of cocaine and I left it in my warehouse for uh, for months, that that's how you know I'm not an addict. <laughs> that's, how, that's how you know I'm clean. That's what I should say. That's saying that I don't do drugs, because I, I left cocaine in my warehouse for months and months and months. That's a weird way to prove it. <laughs> okay. MB3 says, travel video ads on YouTube pay 20 bucks per CPM. Whoa! Really? That's less than I make on resale videos, but that's really high. Hey, 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 look at these. Look at these. Oh, 
Okay, so anybody who's close to my age, I'm 30. Anybody who's close to my age is gonna see these and just like lose their shit. So, oh my goodness. Look at that, look at that. Dragon Ball Mystical Adventure on VHS. One episode, 46 minutes. Oh, <laughs> nice. The Nimbus Cloud of Roshi. 45 minutes, so I guess it's, is that two episodes? We've got episode three and four. <laughs> yeah, yes. So we have episode one and two, three and four. Is that how it goes? Dragon Ball, Yamcha the Desert Bandit. Yamcha. Now, if you remember Dragon Ball Z, God, I'm so happy for this. Yeah, these are two episodes each. So he sent me the first eight episodes on VHS of Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, I'm gonna read you the back of this. Oh, do I have V? <laughs> Dragon Ball is the story of Goku, a brave, innocent young boy with incredible powers who is plunged into a mystical adventure that is played out in exotic lands filled with noble warriors, shape-changing monsters, armies of ruthless villains, and a kooky old wise man. No commas. They were like, Oxford comma. Um, sorry. Uh... This is awesome, Chris. Thank you so much, dude. Chris, what is, I'm gonna link to his YouTube video definitely in this. Him and I, did an we talked, we did like a live stream like two or three years ago. Is she back already? Um, I'm getting picked up at nine. She has my car, doing yoga stuff. This, uh, this is awesome. Oh my gosh. Chris is great. He lives in Houston. Good guy, good guy. And now we're gonna do this, Reezy resells. That's his, that's what that's like his how his um his thing. Uh, MB3 says VHS players are easy to find, and that's okay. So that's in regards to a comment where Baron Von Deal says VHS, but where would you find a VCR to play them? And that's funny because right there I have about 70 VCRs. I sell thousands of VCRs every year, and not because I'm some VHS fanatic. They just sell for good money. Uh, anyway, so, Reezy Resells, follow the hustle. We're gonna do this now. I don't know what this is. He just had a big, he had his 100th episode in his podcast. And so I think I was supposed to unbox this before that. Um, yeah, Baron, I totally got your joke. It's funny, I get it. Uh, so here is Reezy Resells, right there, I didn't lie to you guys. Uh, sent to me, it's a P.O. box, but still, don't bother him. He's a good guy. He's doing bulk books now. Um, he's really... Reezy hustles, man. Like, <laughs> he's he's always doing something. Always doing something. He was on, I don't know, I don't remember if it was, yeah, no, he had Gary Vee on his show, which I haven't listened to it yet. You should, we should all, after my podcast is over, after you're done listening to mine, uh, cl close it down. Um, uh, and uh, what's it called? Oh, listen to his. Download his, subscribe, yada, yada, yada. You know the deal. Um, I, I think it's, I think he has a lot of merch. So I think he sent me some of his merch. He has like, uh, I don't know, pins I think. I'm pretty sure he has some pins. It doesn't feel, it's not, he has hats too, but there's no hat in here. Uh, I'm trying, I don't want to like ruin anything. I'm worried there's like a paper in here or something like that. It's just money. He's just, he mailed me just a stack of cash. It's, it's uh, $18,000. 
because he's a generous man. And we got, we got, we got such, such good packaging, Reezy. Man, look at you. Look at you, Reezy. Mr. Resendez. That's like shit. This is dope. This is awesome. Look at that. Enamel pins. That's pretty cool. So let's, let's cut these out. I wanna, I wanna check them all out individually because these are my only two gifts I got. If you guys wanna send me uh, stuff, let me know. Because I would love to get, I love stuff. I love stuff. It's great. Who doesn't love stuff? I have so much of it. <laughs> let's see, we got four pins here. Oh, these are cool. Yeah, he, he has uh, a few really awesome logos. And so he's got the Sega <laughs> logo and it says, um, scan everything. Reezy has so much merch. I don't know if he has so much, he has, he has, but he has merch, yeah. Right there, if you can see it, scan everything, and it's the Sega Genesis, uh, Sega Genesis logo. If you ain't flipping, you sleeping. That's, uh, that's that one right there. I mean, it says slipping, but like, the meme this is based off of, it was a woman sleeping, so I say sleeping, and she just can't spell sleeping, she's dumb. That one right there, uh, iconic Reezy merch. This one's funny. <laughs> uh, Reezus follow the hustle, twenty four seven three six five. That's funny. That's like uh, he's got he's got a lot of good details on his stuff. He really really commits to it way more than me. If I I I, I need to turn more like Reezy. I gotta get my own pins. Just a Mr. Money. It'd be a Mr. Moneybones pin. You know what we should do, Reezy? We should do a freaking collab, bro. Reezy resells, WPK Ultra collab. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. And this one, the Thrasher, Thrifter. He has such good branding. God damn, Reezy. Reezy has great brands. I don't know what to do with these. I don't really wear pins. I used to put pins on my hat when I was young, but um, you know, I'll have to get I'll have to get a board in here, or a cork board or something, and I'll I'll plug them in that way because. These are great. These are great. I bet you when he becomes like ultra famous too, maybe I'll flip these. I'll sell these new in package Reezy resells as a gift. <laughs> That's so shady selling gifts you get. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Baron Von Deel says, speaking of merch, why aren't you wearing your merch? I don't have it yet. I don't have it. Literally, when I posted that link to the, to the, the Teespring store, that was like, five minutes after it was done. I am, I am so bad at promoting myself. I just don't, I don't know. Some people need things to be perfect. I just throw it out there and say, you know what? You want, you want the shirt? Go below the video. It's teespring.com slash WBKUltra. Buy a mug. If you don't like the design, tell me. Because the design, I think I showed you guys. I'm, so I'm keeping all my stuff because I'm a, I'm a hoarder. So I'm, I'm keeping all the cards from the show. Uh, episode one, episode two. And then I have all of these, you know, the, the, the work I made in the logo. So maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll give away those, you know, if anybody wants them. It would have to be in a long time from now. But I, I wanna start, I feel like the way to increase engagement on uh, on YouTube is to give away stuff on Instagram on YouTube, and so I'm trying to parlay some more giveaways. Uh, I talked to StickerMule.com. 
and they said that they would consider doing a, a, a 10 $100 gift cards to stickermeal.com. So if you want, if you want, if you want that, let me know, and we should all be, we should start like tweeting them, being like, hey, you should, you should support the show. Uh, and stickermeal.com. Um, let's see. Stickermule.com, they sell vinyl stickers, they sell a lot of cardboard cutouts. Any if you ever want to do like any branding, I've so what I've done before is when I've made private label products, I bought just plain white boxes and then made stickers and had stickers on the white box, as opposed to doing a long run of uh, of, of printing them off. It saves you a bunch of money. That's pretty much how I use them. I've also sold vinyl stickers too. So like those are the two ways to do it. Um, I think they're a good company, personally. I've never had a problem with them. They are usually within the cheapest. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so Baron Von Deal says, so impressed you found a two-year-old to design that. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, I'm <laughs> that just what I was saying earlier is that um, I don't think fashion is real. I don't think there's a good design out there. I think there are designs that people like, but it's always independent. It's always, you know, uh, subjective. And th there could be, um, there could be trends you're following, but for the most part, it's really just branding. It's really just like, um, you know, do you, is it authentic? When you guys see the Mr. Moneybones, do you think of me? Do you? Because you should. I draw, I've been drawing that guy for 20 years. Uh, buy some merch. Do you have a P.O. box so we can send you something we make? No, I don't. I don't yet. Um, I should. I'll do it, I'll do it next week, maybe. Yeah, MB3 Films. So, I gotta tell you this, man. The people in the chat, we're all very jovial here. Uh, <laughs> everyone jokes around. If anyone's talking shit to me, they are, uh, you know, they're just joking around. Um, not, not trying to like chastise you. I'm just, just letting you know, like the, the general tone of people's comments in here are going to be kind of like joking and joking around and giving me shit. Cause I give people a lot of shit. So it's, it's okay. It's okay. Um, NYC life says, Blake, how's book sales on Amazon for you this month or not that good? Uh, so I'm going to answer this question by answering a question I saw asked earlier. And then I'm going to segue into it. Bulk books, bulk books. Am I doing bulk books anymore? Not really. I've got two pallets of DVDs. Um, what I buy, I almost bought a truckload of DVDs. I didn't do it because it would have had to go up to Flint and that would have been a pain in the ass. But um, I am not doing bulk books, but not because they don't work, not because they don't sell, just because where, where, where I had to do them was in a bigger warehouse that didn't have good ventilation and my lungs were really not doing too hot up there. I, I have uh, allergies and asthma, so it's like, I don't think so. I don't think it's a good idea. Um, but I think it is like as a as a, a process. I think it's awesome. And like when I if I get a bigger space, maybe I'll do it again. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, Baron Von Deal says, "Does your warehouse have a loading dock?" No, it doesn't. That's the whole issue. So the one in Flint does. And Baron, you may have missed when I talked about the new building I want to buy. That's at about the thirty minute mark, I think. Um, I want to buy a. Build a warehouse that has like six or ten or twenty-five or whatever individual units of about two thousand square feet, and they all share a dock or three docks or whatever it is, because that is such in this part of the country, 
that's a huge barrier. So no, I don't have a dock in Ann Arbor area. I don't, but I want one. Um, any advice for sourcing large amounts of books, DVDs, while being confined in a storage garage? Dude, are you ungated for DVDs? If so, focus on DVDs. If you're not, um, don't do bulk books out of a storage unit unless you have, I would say, unless you can get like 12 at a time, which would be about 600 square feet, which is a big storage unit. So there, there's my advice to that. It's kind of a, it's, it's hard, hard to do it. And freight begins to eat up to it pretty quick too. Um, let's see, <coughs> excuse me. Does it IT2? I only have one sale in December on Amazon. eBay is booming though. Uh, that's gonna come down to your listings and your prices. So if anyone were to tell you, and I'm not saying you're saying this, but if anyone tells you that Amazon's not booming in December, they are out of their mind. Amazon is doing hundreds of million dollars of sales a day uh, in December. It's, it's, that's just a fact. What's good, Blake? What's good? We're live! We're live! I'm gonna check right now to see how many Teespring... Um, if I haven't sold a single Teespring item in this live chat, I have to change my tactics. Because I, my hope, my thought was that I would sell like two or three things. Two or three things. And uh, let me see, where's the, is it overview maybe? And that would be okay. Wouldn't be a big deal. Okay, so one item. I have sold one item so far. Okay. Hey, you know what? I'll take that. So someone bought a mug. Whoever that was, thank you so much. Uh, but everyone go do it right now. Buy some more. And there's a whole but It's not just mugs. There's t-shirts, long sleeve shirts. I need to make beanies. I gotta make beanies. MB3 Films says, I'm gated on VHS and Amazon. Where should I sell or just donate? So if you're gated, which is wild, I've never heard of anyone gated for VHS before. I guess apply, see if you can get auto ungated. But if you if you if that doesn't work, I would look for the expensive ones on Amazon or on eBay. Sell those individually. Uh, lot up the rest by genre. Uh, if they're like Disney, for example, and sell those on auction with media mail, and you'll get about 15, 20 cents per item. Um, if that's not worth it for you, yeah, just donate them and then you'll get a write-off and you can usually do about a dollar per VHS tape. So that's good. Um, yeah, if, if you're having low sales in December, don't worry. You're just learning, learning still. It's fine. NYC Life, 12K gross already. Hell yeah. Good job. Good job. Everyone, we got to give a quick round of applause for NYC Life, who has done $12,000 in 12 days. Really, really good, really good job. Let's see, what else do we got here? Oh, I got two bucks a while back too. Anyone can do this, two bucks? Thank you, man, appreciate this. And also, if you wanna give me, if everyone here wants to give me a dollar, <laughs> that'd be great. No, actually, that's not true. I, I learned that when you are so I've been reading books about churches and about how churches uh, can get donations, that kind of stuff, because basically it's kind of the same thing. They're giving people information and then they're, they're asking for donations, kind of a roundabout way. And, and what they say is you don't ask for $1 from a thousand people, you ask for a thousand dollars from one person. Now I'm not doing that right now, I'm just saying, but I, I have to learn to, 
I have to learn to be more comfortable asking for larger amounts of money because the justification for that being the value I'm providing is worth it. That's what they say you have to, that's the way you have to think. I don't think that way yet. I am still terrified that people think I'm trying to scam them, but I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Um, <laughs> Big Blaze said, fecal matter cranium doesn't get blocked. <laughs> that's funny. Funny guy. Funny guy. Uh, let's see. Kyle P says, is the Mario Edition Nintendo Switch with red Joy-Cons from Walmart worth a buy? I'm on the fence. There are only two left at my store. Kyle P. I don't know. But what I do know is that by taking Mario Edition Nintendo Switch with red Joy-Cons, I'll do it right now. I'll do you a favor for free. Uh, taking that and then going to ebay.com, which will take me about three seconds because I'm a, you know, I'm a bad typer. We're going to type in that. I copy and pasted it, actually. And we're going to see what they're selling for. Huh, I think it's a good deal. Gosh darn it. Wow. I'm going to go to Walmart when I get home. Christ. So we have one that sold for $450, the 32-gigabyte red console. We have one that sold for $475. We have one that sold for $300. We have one that sold for $490. So they're going for $490. Uh, how much do they cost at Walmart? I'll look it up too. I can Google it. I have a, I have a computer. <coughs> Excuse me. They're going for $300 on Walmart. So, that means your profit's $180. Uh, you're going to pay 15% fees, which is $60. So your profit's down to $120. You're going to pay $20 to ship it. $100 profit about, I'd say. I would say you're going to get about $100 profit on these. And they are selling well wait a minute that wasn't even the most recent oh so it looks like they're not selling that much actually i'm seeing a lot of sales from november but not a lot from uh from um from recently let me see if i spelled it wrong okay yeah i'm seeing a lot more now there's actually a typo a typo in what i copy and pasted so it looks like the ones that are spelled correctly are going for about uh 520 450 uh 480 yeah, I'm gonna. I would go to your. I would go and buy those if I were you. Um, I might even buy mine on Walmart.com right now, because that is uh, that's an easy, in my opinion, a pretty easy flip. You have to worry about returns, of course. Uh, there are always returns, but that's cost you a business, right? So, <coughs> excuse me. What church books are you reading? Uh, I don't remember the names. It was actually more blog posts. It wasn't. It wasn't books. It was blog posts about how to increase donations. Um, so just Google how to increase donations in your congregation. Uh, that's what I was learning because I feel like that's a. Uh, there have been churches for a long time, so their model works. The South Carolinians, uh, your videos are extremely informative. Thank you for what you do. Thank you. Baron Von Deel says, start wearing the clear collar, Reverend Blake. <laughs> That's so funny. That is so funny. Duh. Yeah, I think I would say the Joy-Cons are a buy if you can get them in your area. I might actually, you know what? I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go on Walmart.com right now and buy. I can do like pickup. So I'm gonna buy them and I'm gonna pick them up today. Let's see if they're still in stock. I, they would be. I, I don't live in an area where a lot of items get sold out. If you go to like lower income areas, there's a better chance um, that, uh, or I'm sorry, lower income and then um, 
like in uh not industrial malls but like um urban sprawl areas so places that are far away from um places that are far away from like residential areas and places that are near those areas but are in like poor areas my experience at least in my area those are the ones that usually have the best or the most retail arbitrage items in them uh because they're usually expensive and usually people there can't buy can't buy them so that's my uh that's my two cents there guys uh just hopped into the vid you starting a church don't be a shithead congregation that's awesome kiwi flair just uh shortened don't be a shithead into d bass i might say d bash one of the two i don't know but um <laughs> i like that i like d bass a lot that's funny if the N64 Mini comes out, buy the shit out of that. Totally right, MB, MB3 Films. You are absolutely correct. Uh, I'm going to answer the emails now, guys. We have 10 emails at wbkultra.com. Don't, don't write any more, or well, do write more, but I'm not going to answer them until uh, the next live video, which might not be until Monday. I don't know. Um, we're going to go through these, though. So Frank Schwartz, who's actually in the video right now, uh, <laughs> he writes me an email and he says, can you tell people that they have to work in order to be millionaires? <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> I just responded. You have to work to be a millionaire. That's funny. Uh, Yvonne says, thank an overwhelmed to understand how to be an Amazon FBA or where to first get started. Oh, she's being overwhelmed. Yvonne, don't worry. You can do this. What you have to do is step back, take a deep breath, and consider what is the most important thing you have to have done. To start your FBA business, you have to have an account. Do you have an account? Set your account up. Okay, that's your first step. It's not hard. It might take you two weeks. That's okay. You are doing this for yourself, for no one else. This is Yvonne's business. She is doing it at her own pace and she is doing it correctly. Have that mindset and the anxiety will melt away. We've got Pyro Wins. Would there be a way we could talk to each other via Facebook Messenger or Skype? No, I am not doing that yet. Uh, that is, it's, if I do it for one person, I gotta do it for a thousand people and I don't have the time for that. Deb, <coughs> excuse me, Deb says, microphone. A baby sock would work great over the microphone instead of your tissue. This is the microphone I use when I'm making videos that I'm posting. That's toilet paper. Uh, that's a great idea, but the only issue is um, all my baby socks are made of toilet paper. So it'd just be, it'd be uh, more of the same. Ryan K., LLC Amazon seller name question. Hi, Walter. I started my Amazon seller account a few months ago and sell used books. Good job. I opened it with my personal name and bank account. I want to file an LLC and also a business bank account, but I'm hesitant regarding the changing information on Amazon in my account and then thinking I'm doing something wrong. Will changing my legal entity and bank account account, will changing my legal entity name and bank account to the LLC cause issues. So whenever you change your account, bank account number, you risk your account being suspended. Uh, but that is a, that's not because they think you're doing something wrong. 
That's it's because they think that um, your account's been hacked. And so what I would do is I would contact seller support and tell them this whole thing because at the end of the day, they're the ones who want to know what's going on. Uh, and what would happen, what would happen is you would no longer allowed to be allowed to have a personal Amazon account, I believe. I believe this. Uh, and then you would essentially just be trading in your personal account for a business account. Now what you can do, what Amazon allows, is you can have a personal and a business. You can have both. But in order to uh, circumvent the suspension and in order to follow the rules, they have to be entirely separate. Entirely separate. Now a third option is you still have the business in your legal name and you uh, file your LLC uh, as, you know, sell stuff, LLC, whatever it's called, and then you have a DBA as your name. So legally, um, and again, double check me, because I don't know if all the states are the same. This, I did this in Michigan 10 years ago. This is what I did for a company I had. It was the same thing, my name initially, and then I wanted to do a LLC. I did a DBA as my name, and that was the way I could have money into my account and uh, pass on the liability to the LLC. I don't know if that's still the law, I don't know. Look it up, but that, that was the, um, that was what I did. Uh, and that had, that was from what I was told by lawyers, which again, always double check me, always double check everyone. Uh, that was That was the best way to do it. Uh, and there's more, uh, but it's all personal information. So I'm not going to answer that, but it says you're close to, uh, you're, you're, you're in like, you're between Flint and Lansing. So I guess you're in like, um, oh Christ. I forget the names. I know where you live though. Um, I'm going to do a meetup this summer. So come to that. Hey, Kiwi Flair, $2. Thank you so much. <laughs> A DBA stands for doing business as. So it's, uh, you know, make money LLC doing business as Walter Blake Knobloch. Uh, usually it's the other way around. Usually it's Walter Blake Knobloch doing business as whatever, but, um, you know, there's a way to do this. Uh, but yeah, there, there's your answer, Ryan K. Hopefully, um, hopefully that helped. Larry Wilbur. Number of days with a sale for an item, uh, a seller tool solution guidelines. So number of days with a sale, I don't know this for sure, but what I think it is, I gotta get some more water, sorry, my throat's drying up. I, be <clears throat> I believe that number of days with a sale is their own extrapolation, is that the right word? From uh, the sales rank. Is extrapolation the right word? Yeah, so it's their own extrapolation off the sales rank uh, based on like Keepa graphs, for example. So if you go on Keepa, you can see when sales rank dips, uh, and you can see that generally items that have uh, three hundred thousand seller rank in books will sell, uh, you know, once a month or once a week or whatever the number is. Because I don't believe they have days with a sale for all categories. I think it's just certain categories. But again, I don't know. You're gonna have to. Uh, Double check me on that. I don't pay attention to it. I, in my my mind, I have my own numbers that I go off of. Um, so I don't. There's not a little you know friendly buy this or don't buy it. But um, there are there's a loose scaffolding which my uh, my buying practices are built on. 
We have more emails, guys. Thank you so much for all these. Is that from my email? Pyro wins. Another question. So what made you decide to start doing this? Uh, and how did I start? Reselling, I've been reselling stuff my whole life, like quite literally since I was like three years old. I would, I made paintings and I sold those paintings. I've always just been, um, I've always just been kind of uh, entrepreneurial. Uh, this business, I guess, I, so this started off, this FBA current business, it's a way to make money, that's what it was. Excuse me. It was a way for me to make a lot of money. Um, I, I was bored, I saw a lot of people doing it online, making videos, I wanted to make more videos, and it was a good way for me just to, uh, just to, get into it there was not like uh there was not like a day one you know it was like a gradual acceptance that i would be doing this for for, for months and months and probably even years so sorry my answer sucks but um that's the kind of person i am i'm not really uh i kind of go with the flow all right guys we have 63 people here if y'all give it a like i would really appreciate it we're at 73 likes let's get up to 80 likes wow is that possible i don't know Merle Thies has a question for me. Part one, are you an INTJ on the Myers-Briggs personality indicator? Absolutely no, no, no it's not, no I am not. Uh, first of all, I think that the Myers-Briggs personality type indicator is a crock of bullshit. I think to, to define someone by four attribute, attributes, by four letters, that's crazy. I'm not an EN, you know, I'm a million things. <coughs> Some days I am introverted. Some days I'm extroverted. The vast majority I'm extroverted. Some days I feel like being a crazy, you know, pew, 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 let's do wild stuff. Sometimes I want to be calm and collected. Uh, I don't think that, maybe some simple folks are, but I don't think anyone can really be defined by that. Um, but when I do take those tests, I am ENTJ or ENFP. That's what I usually get, those two. Um, can you post your personal phone number? Hell no! <laughs> I hate phone calls. Uh, and I, I don't, even on my phone, I have text turned off uh, because I, I just, I see people, and this was me, this was me, who are slaves to their texts. They get a notification, they have to answer it. So when you text me, I do it on my own terms. I reply on my own terms. I reply when I'm ready. That's why I have email. If you want me to answer a question, email it to wbkultra at gmail.com, and when I'm ready, I'll answer it. So that's what I do. I know some guys are like, call me, call me all this stuff. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think our relationship the way it is works pretty good, um, and it allows me to not be totally just like obsessed with answering questions every second of the day, because that's what would happen. Can I have your login for Amazon? <laughs> yeah, sure. It's don't be a shithead at gmail.com. Passwords, fuck off. <laughs> Ooh, I shouldn't swear. Um, that's a joke. I should get that email though. Damn. Part two, is your email name a play on the term MKUltra mind control? 
Whatever are you talking about? <laughs> uh, let's see. KFC logs. They are still sold out at Walmart.com. Any word whether they'll be sold online or will be sold in Walmart again? So they're not going to be sold in stores. They're only online. And uh, I have no clue when the restock is. But what you can do is go to Walmart.com and say, notify me when they're back in stock. And if you have a Walmart account, they will email you and say, hey, we have them again. You want some? And you can buy them then. But honestly, we're pretty close to, I mean, I don't know if they're going to sell past Christmas. I don't know. So I would say maybe not. Um, I saw them going for like 60 bucks on eBay for a few days, so maybe they're maybe they are a hot commodity. Who knows? I I mean, who knows? I know. Uh, but we don't know how hot they're gonna get. Team Anchor. Hey there, exciting news. Your podcast, WBK Ultra, is now available on Spotify. Oh well thank you. I submitted it earlier today, and now I'm gonna copy and paste the link. Go and listen to it, subscribe, download. And this is the last question for today from Melanie. Is it worth my time sourcing enough books to make a 49 pound box? That's a great question, Melanie. So what she's referring to is that as you have boxes creep closer to 50 pounds, the price you pay in postage per item is less. You will most likely pay about 25 cents per pound uh, at 50 pounds. As you go lower, like like if you have a five pound box, that'll cost five or six bucks to ship. So you can see uh, the cost shipping per book adds up quickly. So there's your answer. Is the rate at which you pay per book high enough to uh, destroy your profits? If so, then yes. Wait till the, the wait till the box weighs almost fifty pounds. If it's not, no, just do it at your own at your own uh, speed. There we go, folks. All the questions for today answered. Um, let's see. Uh, we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on Anchor.fm. We're on YouTube. A lot of six KFC logs sold for $175 today, says Baron Von Deals. You know what? I hope that person watched my video. I really do. Because uh, I like you guys making money. If you make money, then that means I'll make some money. That's the way I look at it. I'm going to head out, signing off. We're at uh, about an hour and a half, a little over an hour and a half. I think that's a good, I think that's a good uh, length for these videos. That's when my, my, my voice starts to, to dry up. Uh, if you have any more questions, guys, uh, email them to wbkultra at gmail.com. I'll hit them at the next video. Thank you so much for being here. Give the video a thumbs up and um, buy a mug. Buy a mug.